Is our education system stuck in the past? What needs to be done to modernize it and bring it up to 2024 standards and needs of students? Well, to dig into details of a survey on the topic, we're joined by University of Alberta education professor Carla Peck. Good morning to you, Carla. Good morning. So armed with the National Youth Survey and the findings, uh, you're going to bring us some details on this. What was the biggest takeaway from the survey for you? The biggest takeaway for me was that we actually don't have to convince students that learning about the past is important. Over 75% of youth agreed or strongly agreed that it is important to learn about the past. I think there's a perception maybe that kids don't, don't care about what happened in the past or that it doesn't matter to them, but our survey results show, show something different, which is really exciting because it means we can capitalize on that. So, I mean, how do you kind of go with traditional teaching methods when the kids are learning so much, whether it be true or not, and often it's not, but, you know, they're getting a lot of information from social media. So do traditional teaching methods still hold water? Well, I think that's exactly uh, the direction we should be looking at in terms of um, really thinking about how are we teaching history to kids in schools? Because while 75% of the students surveyed said that they think it's important to learn about the past, only 55% said they enjoyed learning history in school. And the ones who enjoyed it the most said that they were engaged in more active learning strategies, not the traditional stuff like reading textbooks, answering questions, you know, writing notes from the board, that kind of thing, or from projector or slides or whatever teachers are using. Um, and so, yeah, we absolutely need to look at the kinds of teaching strategies that we're using and also what we're teaching. How can we help students build connections between themselves and what they're learning in school? Say, so, yeah, I'm hearing, you know, more innovative approaches to, to bring this past to life in the minds of the students sitting in these classrooms looking back at history. Uh, but to that point, to, to right the ship, to, to, to make these changes within the education system, what, what sort of an undertaking would that be? Well, I think we have to look at a couple of different things. I think we have to make sure that uh, any curricula that get designed for social studies and history classes, that they actually support um, uh, more innovative teaching strategies. Curricula don't tell us what to teach, but they can certainly provide guidance in terms of um, how we might engage students in the content. Uh, and also we need to be thinking about uh, professional learning opportunities for teachers. Um, oftentimes, people who are teaching social studies don't have a lot of background in the topic. You know, they might have a degree in math or they might have a degree in phys ed or something else. And so how can we support all teachers, no matter what their teaching background, to, um, to teach in these more engaging ways and the innovations that have been happening um, since the early 2000s and, and what we know about what engages students in learning about the past. And so uh, we need to put some priority on uh, really supporting teachers. Teachers they, they, they're doing their best, they're trying hard to engage students, but we could we could be doing a better job supporting them in that by providing them with advice and strategies and teaching resources and so on. Carly, in the study, how important did you find people feel, the, these people who are in school, the youngsters, how important is it to include Indigenous perspectives in history education? I would suspect far more than it ever has been. 
So that's a, also a really exciting finding from this, uh, from this National Youth Survey. Just over 70% of students reported that they're learning about various topics in Indigenous history, such as um, early Indigenous settler interactions, relationship between Indigenous peoples and the land, the history of colonization. Um, and so uh, although we, this is the first study of its kind since, um, the first survey of its kind since the 1960s, so we don't have a lot of sort of prior data to look back on, but, um, but I, I still think this represents a shift from, you know, sort of the pre-TRC, uh, Truth and Reconciliation Commission calls to action, because when those calls to action um, were released, school boards and jurisdictions across the country really um, uh, sort of leapt to action to try and um, make sure that they were bringing in more of that content uh, into their teaching. And so I think that uh, this is also a really exciting uh, part of our findings. We can always do more, um, but I think this this is a positive aspect for sure. And I'm spending some time this morning with Carla Peck, University of Alberta education professor. And uh, Carla, uh, we're breaking down some of the details on the National Youth Survey surrounding education. Um, and I know that you are uh, based in Alberta, uh, but within the findings here, is, is this regionally different? Are we finding differences region to region? Or within the survey, is it pretty much the same song and dance across, uh, across Canada? Um, there might be some minor differences um, across the country, uh, but I would say um, students' experiences appear to be fairly consistent from uh, province to province. Um, on a national level, 75% of students, as I mentioned earlier, said that they agreed or strongly disagreed that um, learning about the past is important. In Alberta, that was 71%. Um, and so, you know, a, a very a small gap. Um, but I, generally, I would say that the results are pretty consistent from province to province. So, Carlo, what next? What do you do with the results of this? Who, do the, who does this information go to in, in hopes that maybe it, it creates a better education system for our kids? Well, uh, one of our main goals with the, the larger study of which this survey is a part, a larger study called Thinking Historically for Canada's Future, is to try to um, influence policy and curriculum development uh, through our uh, research and data and uh, so that policymakers and curriculum development can make data-informed decisions about what they're what they're doing, um, and so um, you know we'll share these findings with ministries of education. We'll share these findings with teachers associations across the country, particularly those who are directly involved in social studies and history. Um, we'll share these findings with organizations that we are, work with who are. Um, providing professional development and resources uh, and, and developing those things for, for teachers and students so that they can use this information to inform the work that they do. Interesting topic. Thank you for joining us this morning, Carla. We appreciate it. Thanks very much for your interest in this. Thank you. That is Carla Peck, University of Alberta education professor. 911. 
Help is on the way. Angela Bassett and Peter Krause return in an all-new season of 911 on a new night. Thursday, March 14th on Global. Stream on Stack TV.